Live around the globe, it's time for Rudy Max's World on the SSI Radio Network. I've been everywhere, man. I've been everywhere, man. Across the deserts, bear, man. I breathe the mountain air, man. I've traveled, I've had my share, man. I've been everywhere. Get on the phone now and call 800-387-8025. That's 1-800-387-8025. Or email the show at info at rudymaxa.com. And now, the savvy traveler himself, Rudy Maxa. Welcome aboard. Hey, I am Rudy Maxa, a.k.a. the savvy traveler. The topic today, as it is every weekend at this time, is travel. And this weekend, we're going to look at it from lots of different points of view. Have you ever considered taking a cruise to lose weight? I know, I know that goes against every comedian's joke about midnight buffets on cruise ships. I'm aware of that. But we've got a guest. She happens to be a journalist based in Singapore who says she actually managed to shed pounds on a sailing. And she's going to tell us uh, exactly how she did it. Uh, in about two minutes, Wall Street Journal columnist Scott McCartney is going to tell anyone who collects frequent flyer points something very surprising he learned this past week, or at least he wrote about it just this past week. If you're thinking about trading in some frequent flyer points for products and services that aren't airline tickets or hotel rooms or rental cars, well, you're going to want to hear what Scott has discovered. It's uh, I was stunned. Stunned, I tell you. And have you ever taken a high school student on a college tour? Well, Washington writer Andrew Ferguson has, and he's going to join me to tell me how his trips went. He's a very funny writer. Uh, and you might be old enough, as I am, to recall those books titled Europe on $5 a day. Well, that's how uh, Arthur Frommer made his reputation back in 1957. I just saw Arthur Frommer the other day at the Boston Globe Travel Show, in fact. He and I were, he was signing books, and I was uh, giving a speech and uh, selling some DVDs. Um, Amazing. He started back in 1957. The guy is still, there's hope for me. There's hope for me. I can keep going. Uh, and later uh, in the hour, Matt Kepnes, who calls himself the Nomadic Matt, will have some tips from his new ebook called How to Travel the World on $50 a day. There's inflation since 1957. $5 to $50. Even today, $50 is tough. I'm looking forward to hearing Matt's ideas. Let's start the hour as we do every uh, week with a little bit of travel news. Well, are you up for betting on the price of jet fuel? That's exactly what one airline called Allegiant Air would have you do if it get, gets its way. Now, everyone knows the price of oil, as well as jet fuel, has headed skyward with the improving economy and civil unrest in oil-producing countries such as Libya. In fact, uh, just uh, Saturday morning, I heard on, uh, uh, on the news that the price of gasoline, the average price of a gallon of gasoline in the United States has gone up 15 cents. Excuse me, 35 cents, 35 cents since the... Uh, uh, unrest in Libya began. Anyway, in a filing with uh, uh, with the government, Allegiant Air, whose flights are mostly centered in the southwest and southeast, told the government that it was considering telling passengers that the price of the ticket they buy might continue to go up and down even after they buy it, depending on the price of fuel. Unbelievable. Here's how uh, the airline's chairman, Maurice Gallagher, put it. He's going to give you two choices. You could buy a fixed-price ticket or a lower ticket whose Whose, uh, whose actual cost might go up or down before you fly, depending on the price of fuel. Maurice Gallagher, the chairman, said, and I quote, When making a purchase, consumers would be able to choose between a traditional locked-in fare that would not fluctuate and a lower fare that could change before the date of travel. That lower fare could be reduced further or could increase up to a set maximum that would be clearly disclosed, depending on changes in fuel prices between the booking and travel dates, unquote. So in other words, as a ticket holder, you'll become a participant in betting on the price of fuel. I don't know, maybe if you learned that in school or not. 
how to uh, buy oil futures and sell oil futures and bet on the ups and downs of commodity prices. Well, there's a whole lot of interesting questions around this, those I just mentioned, as, uh, not the least of which, uh, who's to say how much an airline paid for fuel for your flight? I mean, when did they buy it? Well, it remains to uh, be seen how the Department of Transportation handles this one. And on the topic of saving fuel, Spain has become one of the first countries to react to the rising price of fuel uh, by lowering the national speed limit. I'm going to talk to you about that a little later. Uh, but I mentioned uh, the, the surprising fact I learned by reading Scott McCartney's column this week in the Wall Street Journal about frequent flyer miles. So here's the deal. you got too many frequent flyer miles. You don't want to cash them in on free travel because you're tired of traveling. So you check out that huge menu of products and services that airlines uh, offer in exchange for your miles. But it turns out that all those items aren't priced the same for every shopper. That's what Scott McCartney found. He is the middle seat columnist with the Wall Street Journal. He's a regular guest on the show. Delighted to have him back. Scott, I got to tell you I was shocked to learn in your column that different people were charged different amounts for the same item using frequent flyer miles from the same airline. Before we address that topic, just give me an overview or give our listeners an overview who might not have gone shopping with miles lately. What kind of things airline miles will give you if you're willing to trade in those miles? Well, you know, Rudy, uh, to get people to uh, redeem more miles, airlines have gotten a whole lot more creative. Um, the, I, I got interested in this story when I, uh, I saw um, an uh, item that, that Finnair was offering uh, plastic surgery for frequent flyer miles, uh, <laughs> hair transplantation, breast augmentation, uh, facelifts, uh, you name it. Um, they aren't the only ones. There's an agent, Asian airline that, uh, that has a deal with the hospital as well where you can get uh, microabrasion and different, different uh, routine medical exams even uh, with your frequent flyer miles. Um, big screen TVs are very popular. Um, uh, tickets to sporting events, designer handbags, sunglasses, uh, you, you name it. Delta has uh, 6,000 different items of, of merchandise. They're becoming a, a regular Amazon of, uh, of frequent flyer miles. Uh, 30 different types of gift cards you can get on Delta. Most airlines offer some type of, uh, of gift card. And, and also uh, unique things that you can't buy with, with cash. So the opportunity to throw out the first pitch at a major league baseball game or, uh, you know, be with the crew at a Formula One race in Brazil. I mean, some, some really outstanding stuff. Uh, have, have dinner with a couple of the New York Yankees at spring training. Um, you can't, can't buy those things, so they, with, but with the partnerships they have, they can offer it and, uh, and make the frequent flyer programs a whole lot more appealing. All right. Well, you'd think that everyone would be charged the same number of miles for those items, but that's not necessarily true, is it? <laughs> not true with an airline. <laughs> <laughs> you, you think a lot of things with airlines, right? Yeah, <laughs> no. Uh, what, uh, I sort of, the more I got into this, the more I thought, uh, well, what do you expect? It's an airline. Uh, why, why, why would uh, people on, flying on the airplane don't pay radically different prices? So I guess people buying televisions uh, would pay radically different prices as well. Well, you had um, an example of a, of a Delta Platinum Flyer. That's a super elite flyer, flies more than 75 thousand miles a year he was ready to cash in 42,600 miles for a bose headset when he learned a co-worker had purchased that exam headset from delta for 20 percent fewer miles 34,000 miles how do you how do we explain this yeah that's exactly right and he was furious because he was he was platinum on delta and other airlines flies all the time and, and she was and nothing she was, She's the controller of the company and sits at a desk. Uh, and so she doesn't have elite status. Uh, she was offered a price 20% lower 
Um, and it was interesting when he contacted me, and I went online, and I don't have status at Delta. My price was 68,000 miles, oh um, so double what uh, what the controller had been offered. Um, it's, uh, it, it, it's, it's really kind of crazy. Uh, Delta's explanation is, um, well, they do give elites a discount off the price of the 68,000-mile price I was offered. He, uh, Platinum Flyer did get a big discount, but they give an even bigger discount to um, people who hold the Delta co-branded credit card. Um, ah. Who knew? Yeah. So that, and uh, we've got to go, Scott. But uh, American and United uh, also will cut deals with those who are elite status or carry co-branded credit cards as well, right? That's right. Um, who you are is going to determine what you pay. Unbelievable. Hey, Scott McCarty, it was a great piece. Thanks for joining us quickly this morning. Good to be with you. Thanks. Take care. We'll be to participate in the program and speak with Rudy Maxa, call 800-387-8025 or email the show at info at rudymaxa.com. Attention savvy travelers, Rudy Maxa here. If you're like me, you can't afford to take chances when you travel. You need medical evacuation service that's dependable and won't cost you a fortune in hidden fees. You need MedJet Assist. As a member, if you're hospitalized over 150 miles from home, MedJet will arrange medical transportation to the hospital of your choice. Believe me, you won't find protection like this from any other company, which is why I'm a member. It's time to travel smarter. Visit MedJet.com and sign up today. MedJet Assist. Take trips, not chances. I'm Jim Cook, brewer and founder of Samuel Adams, and nearly every day for the past 27 years, I've had a Boston lager. Nice, rich amber color and a head so thick, you can float a bottle cap on it. I taste a sample from every batch, and I still look forward to the taste of the next one. Delicious. Samuel Adams Boston Lager. Cheers to an American original. Boston Beer Company, Boston Mass. Save responsibly. Adventurous Americans. Maybe you own a motorcycle, a boat, an RV, a PWC, or an ATV. Well, FYI, GEICO could save you money on insuring those vehicles. And here's how easy it is. You call GEICO and speak with a specialized agent about all the vehicles you own. The agent crunches the numbers. And if you're like thousands of others, your rate is less than what you pay now. And where I come from... Paying less means saving money. Call GEICO today for a free rate quote. GEICO, saving people money on more than just car insurance. Coles Cares wants to hear a story about a stand-up kid who saw a problem and fixed it, who met someone in need and tried to help. Go to ColesKids.com by March 15th to nominate a stand-up kid age 6 to 18 who's bettered their community, and they could win a scholarship worth up to $10,000. Just part of over $415,000 in scholarships and prizes from Coles Cares. Because inspiring stories inspire all of us. Coles Cares. Coles. Expect great things. Join Rudy Maxa. Call 800-387-8025. You can email the show at info at rudymaxa.com. Now back to Rudy Maxa's World. Welcome back to Rudy Maxa's World, the country's most widely syndicated radio travel show. Very funny new book out. It's called Crazy U, and U is spelled with just the letters U, as in University of Connecticut, University of Florida, University of U. 
the subtitle is One Dad's Crash Course in Getting His Kid into College. It's written by a very funny writer. I, I must confess to you, I only got the book uh, late on, on, on Friday, but I spent a couple hours uh, going through it and was uh, laughing out loud. It's written by a journalist named Andrew Ferguson. He is a senior editor with The Weekly Standard in Washington, D.C. He's a, uh, a former uh, writer at Washingtonian, the city magazine where I used to work. Um, he's written for just about everybody in the world. He goes by the name Andy. And I, I before we get into the, what I want to talk to him about is his experience of taking his son uh, to uh, look at colleges, which is something that many of us have had to do as parents or maybe looking forward to doing. But I just wanted to read you one uh, that certainly uh, spoke to me. Uh, he talked about how differently uh, applying to colleges and so on was back in the 70s when he uh, was a college graduate. Um, and he talked about going to a, a, a a, uh, a career counselor who had him do all kinds of uh, typing and spelling and analyzing charts and graphs. And by the time she looked at Andy Ferguson's results, she said, you got to understand that you have no marketable skills whatsoever. And Andy's next line in his book is, so I became a journalist. I know the feeling. Hey, Andy, welcome to the show. Hi, Rudy. Thanks for having me. All right. First of all, the groundwork. You live, at, you live in Washington, D.C. or near Washington, D.C. Right. You have two children, one who's a sophomore in college and one who is preparing to go to college. Right. We're, we're actually right in that uh, terrible limbo period where the applications have gone off, but we haven't really heard uh, what the final verdict will be. And the, 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 the substance of your book is the preparation for this, the anxiety. But uh, since we're a travel show, uh, you and I uh, agreed we'd sort of hone in on visiting colleges. Right. Um, how many did you, have you visited? Well, my my hope was with with my son that we were going to uh, go to 15. I think was kind of my ideal number. And after 10, they all kind of started to melt together, and we pretty much called a halt to it. I I, I love the uh, process. Before you started going on the trip, you got uh, or your son received uh, uh, um, pretty brochures from the University of Mi Miami. Uh, with headlines like, we want to get to know you, and uh, that was above a picture of students lounging on sun-warmed grass, a fountain uh, playing amid hints of bougainvillea and birds of paradise, and you held up the picture to him and said, uh, what do you see here, and what did you see in that photograph? Well, it was clear that it was a brochure designed for boys, because it was this beautiful, as you say, beautiful landscaping, like the, you know, Babylonians would have would have been awed by it, and right in the middle was this fountain with one guy surrounded by four very nice-looking young women. <laughs> and I said, Gillum, you know, you're being manipulated here. I hope you know that. And uh, he just looked at it and he said, you know what, Dad? I'd really like to go to the University of Miami. <laughs> he didn't wind up going there, did he? No, he, he didn't. Going to... he, he didn't. Uh, but uh, I think there were girls where he ended up going anyway. <laughs> and he wound up going where? To uh, UVA, University of Virginia. Uh, a fine school. I love. Uh, um, I love the uh, description of your of of the guides, the student, the the perky student student guides who show you around campuses. Who, as you note, are very adept at walking backwards. Right. That's one of the one of the many skills that they have. This is part of the sameness that you get after you know it starts to soak in after you know you've been to your fifth or your sixth. 
uh, school. These these guides, I don't know where they where they get them because you know they're all student guides, but they're they're like you know imagine Rachel Ray after she drank a gallon of Four loco. You know they're just so hopped up and so chipper and so happy, and they all end up saying the same thing, which is, you know, this is what's great about these college tours and why I strongly recommend people go on them, because you listen to the guides, they show you around the school, and you start to see what's really important to the school. And it turns out that what's really important to the schools are the wood-burning ovens for the pizza in the commissary, the sushi bar, the climbing walls in the gym, the, you know, the huge uh, uh, hot tubs that they have that are, you know, the biggest one on the East Coast or the West Coast or the Mountain States or wherever they are. Are you kidding me? Everything but education. Are you kidding me? Did someone point out how, the size of the hot tubs? Oh, absolutely. Oh, this, this happened multiple times. This is this is the biggest uh, hot tub in the state of New Hampshire, for example. <laughs> I don't know how many hot tubs they have in New Hampshire. but I don't remember that happening in the 70s when I was visiting my colleges. No, there was always something vaguely naughty about <laughs> even having a hot tub. Oh, right, exactly. Back in the good old days. But now, of course, that's all changed. You know, one of the things we had, for example, in this uh, on our college tours, I always recommend parents go to the bathrooms. Go to the union hall or the dorms and go in the bathrooms because that's where you get the real lowdown of what's going on at the school. That's because there's big bulletin boards, and they put up notices of what the events are. We went... We were in Dartmouth, actually, in New Hampshire, and I went into the bathroom at the Union, the men's room, and there was a big sign for a sex fair that was about to take place in the next weekend with with live sex demonstrations. They were going to be giving away uh, free condoms and, uh, you know, glow-in-the-dark condoms and all kinds of stuff. And then it said, and at the end, there will be free Ben & Jerry's ice cream. <laughs> now, when I, I, I know I'm an old guy, but... When I went to college, by God, we did not need free ice cream to get us to go to a sex demonstration. <laughs> uh, and I like your uh, summation of the drinking age. The drinking age is 21 in this state, and at this school we take the law very seriously. But we also know that students are students, so what it comes down to, it's really a matter of judgment. Use good judgment and you'll be fine. Well, I translate to, that to mean, you know, a lot of drinking going on here, and we don't really enforce it too much. Exactly. Basically what that means is Katie bar the door. It's, <laughs> like, it's, it's all, all bets are off. And, and I'll tell you, I, I didn't find anywhere that that wasn't so. I mean— Again, I say how the tours reveal these these uh, these sort of inner workings of the schools and what, what's really important there. And uh, it turns out, surprisingly enough, that there's a lot of drinking going on in college shocked. these days. I'm shocked to hear yeah, this. Yeah, it's awful, isn't it? Now, now, let me remind our listeners. I'm talking to my guest is Andy Ferguson. His byline is Andrew Ferguson, and he's written a new, very funny book called Crazy You. That's just with the letter U. One dad's crash course in getting his kid into college. And if you've ever had to get a kid into college, if you're, if that's something coming up in your life, uh, grab a copy of this Simon and Schuster book, Crazy You, by Andrew Ferguson. And Andy, you, uh, uh, I love the description of you. Your wife went along with you, I believe, on the visit to Harvard. Right. Yeah. Um, it turned. We wanted to go see Harvard uh, partly because you know it's Harvard. You, you know, right. you, if you're going to go look at schools, geez, Harvard is Harvard. And so uh, we went, and it was a a wonderful experience. Sort of a summary of the Harvard uh, attitude towards the world. Our college guide was again one of these Rachel Ray, ty- Ray types. Who was you know bouncing around the, the quad, and he took us to the famous statue of John Harvard, the guy who founded the school, and, you know, he, he has his 
the toe of his bronze statue has all been rubbed to a high sheen, and and uh, so you know we all kind of got close to it, and the guide said, you know, uh, we have uh, people coming from all over the world just to rub this toe. It's a it's a great tradition here at the school, but we've just developed a new one in the last few years. Uh, what we do is we pee on it, and this is of course <laughs> all the parents and kids are like. <laughs> rubbing on it. But, but I thought, well, that's a nice summary of the Harvard attitude towards the world. <laughs> <laughs> oh, have, your daughter, you said, have you started the tours with your daughter yet? Yeah, we've done them. And, and you know, the applications are in. Um, I, t I have to say, um, this time I kind of cheated a little bit, which is to say that um, we took uh, college tours uh, to places that I wanted to go, <laughs> so so we were out in L.A. Um, we went to uh, Charleston to see College of Charleston, which I, I'm not even sure she was interested in. But hey, I wanted to go to Charleston, so she, you know, I dragged her along. <laughs> and 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 do you know where she's? You don't know yet. You haven't heard. Oh no, no, we won't hear till uh, let's. Well, I guess April first. They they have to tell you by April first. Well, did she apply any place in 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 where you wanted to go? Oh yeah, there's uh, lots of schools in California, University of San Diego, Perfect. and all that. The problem is I can't afford any of them, <laughs> which is another problem I go into it in some depth in the book. Um, but uh, you know, I can't blame a kid who wants to go to California. You said in your book that you enjoyed the trips more than you think your kids did. Yeah, I, I did. Um, uh, you know, partly I, I just I, I like to travel, and you know, there wasn't any pressure on me. I mean, I think the kids, when you take along these, uh, take them along to the, on these tours, they they kind of feel a, a sense of obligation that maybe the parents don't. Even a, a neurotic parent, <laughs> as I was getting to be, of course, you can really overdo it. I, I talk in the book about a guy I met of. Uh, friend of a friend who was taking his kids on college tours and he he did things like uh he assembled huge binders with itineraries oh god and, i know those kind of guys yes, hey, andrew, there are a lot of them andrew i love the book get this book crazy you just the letter you by andrew ferguson andy hey thanks for joining us well, thanks so much rudy take care hey stick around we'll be right back uh a woman says she can tell you how to lose weight on a cruise believe it Rudy Max's world is coming right back. So get on the phone now at 800-387-8025. That's 1-800-387-8025. You can also enjoy the program anytime at RudyMaxa.com. Attention savvy travelers, Rudy Maxa here. If you're like me, you can't afford to take chances when you travel. You need medical evacuation service that's dependable and won't cost you a fortune in hidden fees. You need MedJet Assist. As a member, if you're hospitalized over 150 miles from home, MedJet will arrange medical transportation to the hospital of your choice. Believe me, you won't find protection like this from any other company, which is why I'm a member. It's time to travel smarter. Visit MedJet.com and sign up today. MedJet Assist. Take trips, not chances. Could switching to GEICO really save you 15% or more on car insurance? Do mimes make even less sense when you can't see them? The mime is stuck inside a giant invisible box. Now he's drawing an imaginary door. And now he's opening his imaginary door. And the imaginary door just shut on his fingers. Now he's doing an imaginary cry. Switch to GEICO now and you could save hundreds on your car insurance. For a free rate quote, visit GEICO.com or call 1-800-947-AUTO. 15 minutes could save you 15%.
To participate in the program, call now at 800-387-8025 or log on to RudyMaxa.com. Here's Rudy Maxa. Welcome back. 33 minutes after the hour. I promised you, Heidi Sarna, at the top of the hour that this is a woman who apparently went on a cruise and lost weight, flying in the face of every stand-up comedian's shtick in the world. Hey, Heidi, thanks for joining us. You're in Singapore dinner now, I understand. Yes, it's, it's late-night bar time over here in Singapore. Oh, I wish I were there. Um, uh, I'm going to give out your website a little later, but first let's get right okay. down to it. How did you, did you go on this cruise to lose weight? You know, I did. I thought, you know, I have a week. Uh, I have a week uh, on vacation with some time, and so let's let's focus on trying to lose some weight instead of not caring about what happens. So yeah, I did, and it and worked. How, give us four or five tips. Well, I one big tip is to only take the stairs on the ship, which sounds maybe insignificant, but if you're going between 15 flights of stairs up and down all day long, I think that made a big impact and probably took the stairs 30 to 45 minutes a day, and so I think that really helped. I never took the elevator once. So all right, take fine. the stairs, number one. Got it. <laughs> and I'd say number two is ships these days really tout their spa cuisine, so if you can force yourself to not get some cheesy casserole and stick to the, the fish and the, and the chicken and the, the spa cuisine, that you can have two or three courses for under 500 calories, and I think that, that made another big difference. But, did, but weren't you tempted by the other stuff? You know, I was. So at lunch, I let myself have the pizza and the junk. But at dinner, I stuck to my the, to the spa cuisine. And at, at breakfast, I was I was disciplined. And at lunch, I had whatever I wanted. So I, I wanted to still have fun on my cruise. I, I didn't sacrifice too much. How about the midnight buffet? I didn't. I didn't do that. I have to say, I skipped snacks and midnight buffets. Because so no. that's what all the comedians talk about all the time. Is the midnight? Exactly. That must be the killer. That must be the killer that just puts it all on. It is. It is. And you know, so walking and 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 not snacking. And I, I had some drinks, but I didn't go overboard. But I had my my couple of drinks a day. So you can sort of have fun and still not. Uh, Break you, the scale at the end of the week. I really thought you were going to say, and I didn't have any alcohol. You had a couple of drinks a day? I did. I mean, you know, I, at dinner, I probably had two glasses of wine, maybe three. Yeah, so I think okay. that's the message is that you don't have to go, you know, extreme. You can still enjoy yourself. All right. And uh, what? Uh, I presume no desserts? Well, uh, most ships have a sugar-free dessert, so I every night at dinner I did have dessert, but I stuck to their sugar-free dessert, which I thought might be really yucky, but I was surprised. Usually it was tasty, and maybe I was desperate, but it was it was it was it wasn't too bad. Did you use the I, did did your ship have a workout facility? Right. So then the third piece of the puzzle, of course, is working out. So I, I went to the gym 30 to 40 minutes most days, and in port I tried to walk, you know, as as much as I could. I, I hired a trainer once. I took a spinning class. So definitely exercise. The stairs and going to the gym 30 minutes a day I, was key. And and uh, I mean, may, may I ask how many how much you lost? Do you know how much how much you lost? Yeah, I lost three pounds. So you know, I mean, it's better than gaining five pounds. A lot a lot of people on vacations, cruises especially with the midnight buffets, gain three to five pounds. So I lost three. I thought that was great. Hmm. Hmm. And did, did you did you jog around the you know the, some of these ships are so enormous that you can yeah. jog around the decks and uh, like it's like running around a couple of football fields. Yeah, I, I didn't, but that's that's another option. I, and I think to be active, I, I did other things though. I played golf with my kids, and so obviously being active throughout the day, jogging, golf. Some ships have the rock climbing walls, surfing and swimming and et cetera. 
So, yeah, I mean, you have to be active just like you would on land to, to lose some weight. And did you find you were um, we're talking with uh, Heidi Sarna, by the way, if you want to read more about it, about her writings and uh, this, go to HeidiSarna.com. Sarna is spelled S-A-R-N-A, HeidiSarna.com. Um, Heidi, did you find that you were uh, perhaps alone in this pursuit on the ship? The gym manager told me there's usually 10 or 20 hardcore workout people in the gym, but yeah, everybody else doesn't care. So, so I'd say you know I was in the minority, definitely that was actually trying to lose weight. I think a lot of people try to break even, but it's 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 possible. And I thought I just I think that's my message. And and I didn't I it wasn't draconian. I didn't deny myself. I just you know ten, exercised and, and ten or twenty hardcore ten or twenty hardcore right. people in the workout room out of how many right. yeah, how many people on this ship out of yeah exactly out of three thousand yeah that's that's the other part <laughs> <laughs> so I was one of thirty you know people that actually lost weight on the cruise yes that's true and uh, how old were your kids are your kids my kids are eight uh, I have eight year old twin boys so it does help that I'm sort of running after them and yelling at them and you know that that burns a few calories <laughs> so if rent rent a pair of eight year old bo- twins if you can when you go twin on boys. a on a cruise yeah, as yeah. well right that helps <laughs> I, that that is that is great and uh, did anyone mock you at all or try to tempt you otherwise they did. I mean, they mocked me for taking the stairs, and everybody else in their formal gowns is in the elevator, and I'm sort of huffing and puffing. Yeah, they did, but I, I stuck to it. I had a I had a point to prove, and I had an article to write. You know, and I, I'm going to I'm going to do it again. It it really worked well. I think on vacation you do have the time, seriously, to focus a little bit more than you do in your normal life when you're just too busy to think about it. So. Excellent point. Hey, Heidi, go back to uh, the restaurant there in Singapore. Wish we could join <laughs> you for a cocktail, but congratulations on losing weight on a cruise. Okay, thank you. Take care. Bye-bye. Heidi Sarna is uh, a freelance travel writer in uh, based in Singapore. You can read more of her writings at Heidi Sarna, S-A-R-N-A dot com. We're coming up to 40 minutes after the hour. When we come back, Matt Kepnes, nom- Nomadic Matt. Uh, he's got a new e-book you can actually get online called How to Travel the World on $50 a Day. Not quite Arthur Farmer's $5 a Day. We'll learn more. Stick around with it. Call now to talk to Rudy Maxa at 800-387-8025. You can also email the show anytime at info at rudymaxa.com. AutoZone. Keep your tires looking new with help from AutoZone. Get in the zone. AutoZone. Black, shiny, wet-looking tires are the finishing touch to any great car wash. And AutoZone can help you make your tires look great and save you money. Right now, you can get your choice of two Meguiar's Hot Shine products for just $8. That's two for just 8 bucks. Restrictions and details at store. Make your tires shine. Get to AutoZone today. Get in the zone. AutoZone. Could switching to GEICO really save you 15% or more on car insurance? Do only dogs hear dog whistles? You can enjoy multi-car safety feature and good driver discounts when you switch to GEICO. For a free rate quote, visit GEICO.com or call 1-800-947-AUTO. 15 minutes could save you 15%. Coles Cares wants to hear a story about a stand-up kid who saw a problem and fixed it, who met someone in need and tried to help. 
Go to Coleskids.com by March 15th to nominate a stand-up kid aged 6 to 18 who's bettered their community, and they could win a scholarship worth up to $10,000. Just part of over $415,000 in scholarships and prizes from Coles Cares. Because inspiring stories inspire all of us. Coles Cares. Coles. Expect great things. I'm Jim Cook, brewer and founder of Samuel Adams, and nearly every day for the past 27 years, I've had a Boston lager. Nice, rich amber color and a head so thick, you can float a bottle cap on it. I taste a sample from every batch, and I still look forward to the taste of the next one. Ah, delicious. Samuel Adams Boston Lager. Cheers to an American original. Boston Beer Company, Boston Mass. Safe and responsibly. Hey, folks, Rudy Maxey here with an important question. Who's watching your home when you're not there or even when you are? Well, it could be a burglar. Burglars prefer to break in often when they think no one is home or when they think no one will stop them. So don't be an easy target. Now you can get a free security system monitored by ADT, the leader in home security, with 24-hour protection. Just pick up your phone and get free hardware, free medical and fire alert service, and free activation. It's an $850 value. Protect your home by calling your authorized ADT dealer at 866-750-6633. You'll get 24-hour protection and there's no cost for parts or activation. Call now about a free security system monitored by ADT. The number to call is 866-750-6633. That's 866-750-6633. Again, 866-750-6633, or you can also log on to RudyMaxa.com and check out the Sponsors button for more information on these ADT security savings. This segment of the program is brought to you by MedJet Assist. Unlike other evacuation services, only MedJet Assist lets you decide which hospital will be your final destination. Regardless of the nature of your illness or injury, if you're hospitalized while traveling, they'll be there for you. So take trips, not chances, and visit MedJetAssist.com or go to RudyMaxa.com and look under radio sponsors for more info. Matt Kepnes has a new book out. He's joining us as a guest. He goes by the nickname Nomadic Matt. In fact, you can find him uh, at that very website, nomadicmat.com. That's Matt with two T's, M-A-T-T. Hey, Matt, welcome to the show. Hi, how are you? Fine, thanks. So you've got, so is this an electronic book, How to Travel the World on $50 per Day? Yep, it's uh, downloadable via PDF, and as of next week, it will be available for Kindle and iStore. Okay, and, and, and listeners can find that at nomadicmat.com, right? Yes. All right, you have put together a list of six or seven or eight great tips that m- could help a traveler actually stay on the road for $50 a day. Um, we only have about five minutes, so why don't we go through them as efficiently as we can. Give us two or three to start. Okay, first, travel credit cards are a great way to earn miles for free flights. Okay. Every savvy traveler I know uses the airline credit cards and the bonus miles to get free flights. All right, Last number two. Got 100,000 miles from them. Excellent. Number two. Number two, use foreign versions of websites. Sometimes, because of the currency exchanges, it's cheaper to book on, say, the New Zealand version. Um, this is to buy airline tickets? Version. Yes, to buy airline tickets. So if you're going to New Zealand, go to Air New Zealand and buy the ticket there as opposed to Air New Zealand in the United States? Yeah, do the airnewzealand.co.nz instead of the .com. All right. How do you save on accommodations? 
Uh, good ways to save is use a site I like a lot called Couchsurfing, where locals will give you free accommodation. Oh, yeah. Um, it's a very great site. People of all ages use it. There's never been a reported problem. I love it. Uh, if you do really like hotels, Priceline and Hotwire are always the way to go. I'm currently in New York, and I got a hotel in Times Square for $80 a night. For $80 in Times Square on Priceline? Yep, on Priceline. Okay. You also mentioned city passes for museums. I am a big museum junkie. I love to see museums. Uh, and whenever I go to a city, I get the, the local city pass because of all the discounts. They really add up if you're doing a lot of the activities and museums in the book. And since I do those, I always save at least about 20%. Where do you find those museum uh, passes, Matt? Uh, they're always at the tourist office, um, and sometimes you can buy them directly at the museum. Okay. Now, okay, we've covered hotels, we've covered airfares, museums, food. Food. Uh, you know, locals don't spend tons of money on food, and neither should you. I would go to the local supermarket, get some stuff for sandwiches, go out and have a picnic somewhere, eat at a park, and watch the locals do stuff. Um, I like cheap local restaurants, but if you really, really want to eat out all the time, try to eat out during the lunch. Uh, like the menu of the day is usually like the dinner special, but at half the price. So, okay, yeah, you know, that is true. Even at fancy restaurants, I mean, there have been fancy restaurants that I've wanted to go to, but the dinner prices are so overwhelming, uh, whereas lunch is at least approachable. Yes. I mean, I, whenever I eat, I love Barcelona and I visit there often. Um, but they have great seafood, but at dinner it's like 40, 50 euros. But I go during lunch and get seafood for 12 euros. Okay. Um, you say the biggest mistake travelers make is, 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 well, let's put it this way. You suggest going against the grain when traveling, and what do you mean by that? Uh, you know, everyone likes to go to Europe in the summer, but Europe in the summer is the most expensive time of the year to go. But Paris is just as beautiful in April or October as it is in July, and it's not as hot, and there's actually less tourists there, and prices are cheaper. But don't think of just Europe. Think of a place like Eastern Europe. Eastern Europe is beautiful and costs less. Or parts of Central America or South America are really cheap to fly to, um, and they're very cheap when you get there. I, I couldn't agree more. I also suggest that if you are going to, if Western Europe is your destination, or really any country, Get out, you know, once you've done the big city, get out into the countryside because everything is cheaper there, yes? Yeah. And actually, one of my favorite budget destinations in Europe is Greece. People think really? Greece is, is very expensive because it's a Eurozone, but it's not. Um, I, I tend to stay in dorms a lot, and mm -hmm. in a city like Paris, it's 25, 30 euros a night. But in Greece, I was getting hotel rooms for 20 euros a night. Good. That's a great tip. Thanks. Now, listen, you can find out more of Matt Kepner's uh, suggestions if you go to uh, nomadicmat.com, uh, and you can download How to Travel the World on $50 a Day. Matt, I uh, appreciate your joining us. I know it was a fast, but those are all good tips. All right. Thanks for having me. Take, there's Matt. He's up in New York staying for $80 a night at Times Square Hotel. Learn how to do it. Nomadicmat.com. Stick around. Deal of the week coming up. Answer a listener question, too. Rudy Max's World phone lines are open now, so call us at 800-387-8025. We'll be back after these messages. 
This segment of Rudy Max's World is brought to you by Service Magic. Now you can hire pre-screened home pros with confidence for repairs, remodeling, plumbing needs, maid services, and so much more. Visit www.homebuild411.servicemagic.com. That's homebuild411.servicemagic.com. Welcome back to Rudy Max's World. We've got a listener on the line. Let's go to uh, Defiance, Ohio, my home state of Ohio. Welcome to Rudy Max's World. You listen to us on WONW 1280 AM, I understand. Yes, yes. Um, right there. Yeah, Defiance, Ohio. Yeah. Uh, Defiance, Ohio. Know it well. Tell me your name. Yeah, Alfred. Alfred. Okay, what's your question, yeah. Alfred? Um, well, I'm going, Rudy, um, in November. I'm having, um, I plan a trip to Buenos Aires, South America, Argentina. Lovely. Uh, I'm original from there, but it's been 20 years since my last trip to there. Listen. So I need an update on that. It's been 20 years. So It has. <laughs> the first, um, you know, uh, Alfred, it was about 20 years ago that I first bi visited Buenos Aires, and I've got to tell you, the last four years I've been there three times, and you're going to have a fabulous time. Okay, good, good. <laughs> the city, you know, as you know, your home country, uh, is that your home, that you're from there, you said, that's your home country yeah. has had some political yeah. problems, yeah. and inflation is running a little high, but BA is one of the world's great cities. You'll have no trouble getting along. I presume you speak Spanish? Yes, of course. <laughs> of course. So you're going to have even more fun than I did there. Uh, the restaurants are incredible. It's well-priced. Hotels, uh, fancy hotels are, you know, they're, they're not New York prices, but they're like Cleveland prices. Um, uh, but there is nothing, you know, and obviously, you know, you, you know, don't wear an expensive watch out, but generally crime isn't a problem. If you just use the same common sense you would in any big city, I envy you your trip. When are you going? Uh, it's in November, Rudy, November. That's perfect. Because as you know, that's Actually, spring there. Before Thanksgiving here. So I'll be back before Thanksgiving. So. Well, good. We hate to lose a listener even for a week or so, but uh, you're going to have a great trip. Don't worry about anything. Um, I think you'll be pleasantly surprised by how your city has uh, has uh, transformed itself in the two decades since you were there. Sure, sure. Yeah. Um, I would like to know what is the best time to purchase the tickets or go through Expedia or Travelocity or try to do it directly with the air, air, I mean, air company. I don't know. I think you'll find all the prices the same, no matter where you shop. Um, and you know, I got to tell you, given the way, the direction of fuel prices, I'd buy sooner rather than later. Okay. I would. I would go ahead and okay. pull the trigger. I'd pull the trigger now if you can get a decent fare now, because I think fares are going to go up. And of course, November it starts becoming prime time because that's spring in uh, in in, in yeah. Argentina and beginning of you know fall here. You're right. Yeah, it's warm there. Yeah. 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 All right. Check yeah, check um, out American Airlines. You know they fly from. Uh, you can. That, that's a good airline. I mean, I think you know you may find some difference among airlines, but go to a third-party website. You're right, like Travelocity or Expedia or uh, or Expedia. But keep in mind that American is not. They don't have their fares or flights posted anymore on Expedia or Orbitz. They're in a little bit of a battle with them. So go to Travelocity and check it out and see what kind of prices you get and have a great time in Argentina. Okay, good, good. And uh, sometimes, uh, and Rudy, one more question. I think it's better to, sometimes to get a package with the hotel and flight all included. I mean, yes, it's it often. Than going separately. Yes you, and, yeah. yes, you might want to look at American Airlines Vacations. That's a okay, separate company, that. but they tie in with American. You will almost always pay less on a package because they can build in the discount in the hotel and the airfare without showing it to you. Okay. And, uh, well, uh, I'll follow your advice, Rudy. Thank you. Have a great time, Alfred. Let us know how it goes. Okay. 
Thank you very much. I appreciate that. Take care. And hello to everybody in Defiance, Ohio, my home state of Ohio, WONW 1280s, our station there. Glad to have Alfred as a listener. Wish I could go with him to Argentina. A couple of quick deals of the week. Hey, spring break, Easter break, Easter break more specifically. The Ritz-Carlton in Naples, Florida, a very posh community, a very posh hotel. Pristine, soft, sandy beaches, blue waters, sunsets, a lot of shopping, lush. It's a lush place. Uh... Got a deal for you here at the fan. If you really want to put on the dog during Easter, the Ritz Carlton is offering what they call their peace of mind package from through April. Mark these dates carefully: April 10th through the 16th, and April 21st to the 24th. Pretty good time. 10th through the 16th, or the 21st to the 24th. Here's the deal: stay two nights, get a complimentary third night, and breakfast. And if you've ever seen breakfast prices at the hotels. Well, you know what I'm talking about. Not a bad deal. So check it out, ritzcarlton.com. Uh, click on the Naples, Florida property and look for that peace of mind package. Again, those dates are April 10th through the 16th and the 21st to the 24th. Before I sign off, uh, let me just say that what the advice I gave to Alfred about buying now rather than later applies to just about anybody these days. Uh, Fuel prices, not you, you've seen it at the gas station the last two weeks. Your fuel prices go up. The same thing is happening to jet fuel. Airlines, uh, uh, there's already a prediction that airlines' profits will be cut by half of what they expected in 2011 because of rising fuel prices. This past week, I'll talk about it in the news uh, at the top of the next hour. This past week, uh, some airlines uh, increased fares by $20 round trip. Delta did that. Others went $10 round trip, American and some others. Uh, but the trend is not our friend when it comes to airline fares. So if you've been puttering around thinking, well, maybe we ought to go somewhere in April or May or even summer in Europe, uh, this is the time of year, by the way, where people start going, should I buy my ticket now or wait for a, you know, a sale on tickets to Europe? Often I'd say wait on the sale. This year, I'd pull the trigger as soon as you know your traveling dates. Listen, if your station's leaving us, very few of us you are. I know very, a few of our stations actually just carry one hour. Uh, I'm going to have a talk with them this week, see if we can turn that around. If your station's leaving us, thanks for joining us this hour. We'll see you same place, same station next week. If you're sticking around... If your station's sticking around, I hope you are too. We'll be right back after about six minutes of messages. You've been listening to Rudy Max's World. And as always, you're hearing must-hear radio on the SSI Radio Network.